Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations one and all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the night shift of DJ Kevin Stew. It's healthy love night. It's one of Sita. Kicking things off, track called Fake Friends. Tell me how you sleep last night. And you know that there's nothing like a fake friend in this world. Trust and believe. I wanna say big up to each and everyone locked in right now. Those on tune in radio, much love to you. Big up to those who are healing from across the pond. One harmony radio, top of the morning to you guys over there in the UK. King Genius, much love to you, bro. Hey, Jen. You're early. I want to say big up to those who are locked in out of New Jersey on NIE Radio. Hanging out with New Jersey's finest, the motivator. Chip, chap. Chap, chip. Big up to those who are locked in out of New York. On Island Worldwide, exhibiting the power of music. Much love, China Nicole. Bless up, Gary. Big up to those out of Long Island. Locked in on Reggae Pulse Radio with DJ Atomic Force and the crew. Blessings to you. Much love to those on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Healing out of South Florida. Mr. Twinkle Toes, Mr. Lindsay himself, veteran in the business. Blessings to you. I was a big up to those out of Texas. I know Texas don't hesitate, you know them do them thing big, right? So those on Allow Up Radio, those, those on Dusik Media Group, those on WGLRO, home of the Donny Walker Morning Show, the People Station, touching from Detroit to Denmark, and all points in between. Big ups to you, Danny. Another veteran in the business, and also a veteran in the United States. You don't have to wait until Veterans Day to say thank you for your service, Danny. Your continued service. I want to say big up to those who are locked in on PEMGTV.com Those on Xeno FM locked in in the stew pot, big up to you Hey CJ Hey listen, there's a group giving away back to school stuff this Saturday 
Um, it's a hairdressing salon on Oakland Park, right across the street from the park. Yeah, the big sports park. Um, her name, the owner of the salon is Chanel. Yeah, I spoke with her today. That's how I know. Yo, me gone bad mind. Me no no to them. Go on like friend and them fake more time. And then think me no know. Think me no know. Fake friend, how you sleep last night? Come a smile in front of me face. Fake friend, how you sleep last night? When you sit down for me name and trace. Everyone yeah, big ups to each and everyone locked in. Did I cover everybody? Oh, those on Facebook Live, much love to you. Those on YouTube Live, thank you very much. Those in clubhouse. Big up still, yeah. Again, the zone of Sita. Speaking of things. Track is called Fake Friend. Oh, I do want to say thank you to my sponsors. Paul see Media Group and being in a moment is priceless. Get him a call. What kind of moment? Well, if you have a church service, a wedding, a funeral, a party, a graduation, a seminar, you want to stream it live on a secure platform, whether yours or theirs, well, get him a call. 754-999-1140. They take care of your videos, your photos, your streaming, your advertising, and all those streaming needs. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you and you give them a call, yeah? They know me over there. I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami Dade, and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you, bringing her table, her oils, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call today, 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. Schedule your appointment. She only has one request outside of paying her, that is. It's for you to get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. It's called the Kevin Stew Clause. Because I'm always, when I say always, always falling asleep when she gives me a, a massage. I want to say thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global acts as your booking agents, handle your tour management, take care of your business registrations, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and much, much more. Go ahead and get them a call, 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Or you can check them out online, reggaeglobal.com. Tell them Kevin Stew sent ya. Much love to McNeil Trucking. 
With McNeil Trucking, your goods are in good hands. They're licensed and insured movers in the state of Florida. So if you want to move from point A to point B, put some things in storage. Don't have the manpower, don't have the equipment, don't have the transportation. Don't worry, you have the name and you have the number. McNeil Trucking, 954-406-9740. That's 954-406-9740. When you call him, tell him you heard about him on the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. The McNeils are just awesome, trust me. Come a smile in front of me face. How you sleep last night? When you see don't come in near man trees. How you sleep last night? Sleep last night. Fake friend, how you sleep last night? How you sleep last night? One invite you to call a friend, tell a friend. Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Because the information is good for everybody tonight. We're looking at something that just about everybody does. What's that? Have breakfast. Yep. Something as simple as that. It's said to be the most important meal of the day, isn't it? Whenever it is that your day starts. It's the first meal that you're eating after you have slept for an extended period. Hence the breaking of the fast. Thank you, Sita. Track called Fake Friend. And as we look at breakfast, we're also going to be looking at serial killers. You, you think that's kind of weird for a health broadcast, right? It's healthy love night. So, um, why am I talking about serial killers? Well, the cereal is spelled differently. It is the food cereal. The C-E-R-E-A-L. Not the S-E-R-I-A-L. Different. But you kind of have to wonder if it should be spelt the same way. Because they seem to operate in a similar fashion. <laughs> the MO remains the same, right? So, numbers to call, numbers to text, of course. Lines are always open. 773-789-STU. 773-789-7839. You see it scrolling across the bottom of your screen. Those of you that are watching, it is 773 773- Seven eight nine seven eight three nine. You can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can telegram. They all work. And those of you who are not hip to using WhatsApp and Telegram like that, and you want to use something simple like Skype, you can do that. Kevin that's to use a Skype handle. Of course, all of those mediums are well and available. Of course, go to kevinstew.com. That is also open and available for you to communicate with me. The Stew pot is a little bit different these days. You click on the join to chat little icon and jump into the chat. It is on kevinstew.com. That's the stew pot, right? But others call it a chat room. But we call it the stew pot because we're fancy. It's just a thing. So get here, put it, come on over, jump into the stew pot, interact with me there. You can remain anonymous if you want to. You can put your name so I know who I'm talking with. And let's be interactive. Let's share because we all have some experience with this all of us all of us at some point in time we've had breakfast now not everybody enjoys having breakfast not everybody um has would have a traditional quote-unquote traditional breakfast so what 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 do you do for your breakfast mine mine is really simple um and uh, yeah, CJ, I'll get that to you. I'll get that to you um, 
tomorrow or well either way it's tomorrow <laughs> either when i'm done with the broadcast or in the morning later in the morning <laughs> all right well, i'll connect you guys but where did this breakfast thing start you ever thought about that do you think it has always been around it has been a thing that has always happened or do you think it is something new now, whether you sit down to a spread of pancakes, hash browns, bacon, and eggs, or just grabbing a granola bar or a giant-sized coffee on your way to work, there is a chance you start every day with what is called breakfast. And according to Mashed.com, we've been told many times that it's the most important meal of the day. Well, that's what I grew up hearing. You know, make sure you have breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. Uh, it's get, it gets your day started. But what makes it the most important meal? You know, if I can get some of my nutritionists chiming in, feel free, the phone line is open. But breakfast hasn't always been part of people's daily routine. And the foods and drinks we associate with breakfast have only become standard over time, often as part of a very deliberate effort to get people to change their breakfast habits so there was some type of intent in there so question like cornflakes why do we have it why are pan pancakes considered breakfast food what did we drink at breakfast before there was coffee well let's talk about the invention of breakfast first of all it is such a familiar part of the daily routine that we assume that it's something people have always enjoyed. Now, everyone needs to refuel after a good night's rest, right? That's a thought. But the truth is... Hey, Miss Do, how you do? There is nothing standard about a morning meal. Absolutely nothing. In medieval, medieval Europe, eating early in the day was only a necessity for those who worked so early that they had to eat early, or for the elderly and the infirm. The great 13th century theologian, Thomas Aquinas, thought it was a sin to eat too early in the day, and eating before morning mass well, that was frowned upon. Because fasting was a religious observation. And breakfast literally means breaking one's fast. Historian Ian Mortimer suggests the Tudors invented modern breakfast in the, in the 16th century as a side effect of inventing the concept of employment. Now pay attention. As people increasingly came to work for an employer, rather than working for themselves on their own land, they lost control of their time and had to work long uninterrupted days without sustenance. A big breakfast allowed them to work longer days. The Industrial Revolution and the move from farms to factories formalized the idea of breakfast even further. And now, 
it is formal for everyone to eat breakfast before going to work. If we hadn't invented the 9 to 5, we might never have invented breakfast. How's that for a thought? Wow, right? Yeah, one of them wowing things. We we occasionally have one. <laughs> hey Nadia, how are you? Um Joy <laughs> Yeah, that cereal, not not the other one. Uh so it, breakfast is important if you're a farmer. Well apparently breakfast is important whatever whatever it is that you do. Well, so we're led to believe. Now, for many people, the combination of bacon, bacon and, and eggs forms the basis of the archetypi archetypical hot breakfast. And eggs have long been a popular breakfast food. Perhaps because fresh eggs were often available early in the day. But their partnership with bacon, that is a 20th century invention. Bacon and eggs wasn't always a thing. It came about in the 20th century. In the 1920s, Americans ate very light breakfasts. So public relations pioneer Edward Bernays persuaded doctors to promote bacon and eggs. And to do so as a healthy breakfast in order to promote the sales of bacon on behalf of Beechnut, which is a packing company that had diversified into food production. Now pay attention. It doesn't stop there. Bernie is conv convinced 5,000 doctors to sign a letter recommending a hearty breakfast and publicize this conviction in newspapers with bacon and eggs presented as the ideal start to the day. Sales of beech nut bacon increased and we've been eating bacon for breakfast ever since. This was the 1920s. It was a marketing scam. Okay, let me not call it a scam. Let me just call it a ploy. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit better. Right, Marva? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what a welcome our resident nurse to the broadcast, Marva Riley, R N, author of Eat, Sleep, Meditate and Share Simple, Healthy, Easy, Inexpensive Recipes. Marva, how are you doing? A, a second night in a row, a second Tuesday night in a row, you're staying up past your bedtime. Watch it, you know. Careful. But I, I saw when I saw your post, I said I just have to call in and I'm and I'm not going to be on on for the hour I was on last week. <laughs> um, but I had to I had to call in um Kevin because I saw where you were you were talking about cereal and bacon and those yeah. things and yeah. I, I just I just had to call. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what 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 do you have for us? Talk to me. Because you wrote a whole book on it. Well, two. One, yeah. being a recipe book and some mm -hmm. great things to eat. And the other, the whole eat, sleep, meditate, how it changed your life. A nurse's guide to a healthy lifestyle or a healthy life. You know, so what, what, are, what is it that you're sharing with us tonight? 
And in my first book, I address fasting. I actually address fasting and I address intermittent fasting. And I'm actually currently working on a book, which for now I'm calling the 12 Steps to Sustained Weight Loss. Mm-hmm. And in, in this book that I'm, I'm currently writing, which I'm hoping to have available and ready to hit the road by November of this year, one of the topics that I address at length is intermittent fasting. Yes. And in, in, intermittent fasting um, has kind of caught on recently in the, in the recent years because... Well, I mean, it's not new. It's been practiced for thousands of years, fasting, mm-hmm. fasting to reverse health issues, to prevent health issues. But a lot of holistic people are you now incorporating intermittent fasting as part of their holistic lifestyle to help them to lose weight and keep it off, or reverse diseases, prevent diseases, etc. But if you practice intermittent fasting, 10 chances to one, you're not having breakfast. Because mm. the most the most common intermittent fast, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that the, perhaps the most common is a sixteen eight, where you do not eat for sixteen hours and during the eight hour period you eat. Like I practice that on a regular basis. Right. So I ne I never eat breakfast at eight nine o'clock. I don't eat anything before ten ten thirty sometimes eleven, and I stop eating usually five o'clock or so in the evening. Most right. times five, four, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my husband always tells me that, did you know that the most powerful men and women of the world do not eat before they give an important speech? They do not. Because you, are, you, you think more clearly when you are where you don't have a belly full. When you're mm-hmm. fasting, you think clearly. That has been my experience, okay? Mm. So the, the, the thing is that, like you said, the food industry has brainwashed us into feeling that we must have breakfast in the morning. Okay, so fine. Most of us have to have, so we have to break that fast. Yes. But what are we breaking it with? Sugary cereal. There's mm. hardly, there's hardly any, perhaps the only, perhaps, I stand corrected now, but perhaps the only cereal that you can get off the shelf that does not have sugar is oatmeal. Mm, yeah. But because the others, but, it, might, it might not say S-U-G-A-R, but sugar has yes. a many, 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 many names. names. Many names. And yes. they put it in the baby's, the baby's cereals. They put it in the baby's yes. formula. They put it in the milk that they're encouraging people to feed their dead children with. Whole milk has sugar. Fat-free milk has sugar. And the cereal that the kids are putting in the milk has sugar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and everything, um, or, or, or salad dressing, everything that's on the shelf, Unless it's, it's fruits and vegetables and, and nuts and things like that, that you get up and you prepare it yourself, has some artificial sugar. Added sugars. Sh- yes. Added sugar. And sugar is known to be inflammatory 
and many disease conditions are linked to inflammation mm-hmm. and the sugar in the cereal that we feed our children and the milk that we feed our children makes them or contributes to them developing fat cells we have all these obese and overweight children now more than 60% of the kids in the school are overweight and obese. They are diabetic at young age. They have high cholesterol at young age. All kinds of disease conditions that are usually linked to old people. Our kids have it and yes. are developing it. And, and I, the other day I read that they did autopsy on teenagers who died and mm-hmm. found that most of them actually had heart disease. That was never diagnosed and it's related to what they're eating and inactivity and they're overweight and yes un- yeah so so we should not be eating no cereal if you do eat i don't know if, okay our culture i mean we have such a rich beautiful culture in the island and in jamaica in particular where we're from mm-hmm. but i remember Farmers never ate breakfast before they went to, to, to work. They never did. Right. They, they would leave for work at 5 o'clock in the morning and they would get back like 11 o'clock in the day and that's when they had something. And what they ate was boiled banana with, with callaloo and things like that. Never cereal. And if they had porridge or oatmeal, never sugary um, uh, uh, cereal. Right, right. You know, Kevin, I don't know if you're aware that the World Health Organization and the American Cancer Society have classified processed meats such as bacon, which mm-hmm. we eat with eggs, um, sausages, yes, um, salami, pastrami, those processed meats, deli processed meats, deli meats yes. processed uh, chicken as class one carcinogenics yes and that and they went on to explain what that means it doesn't mean that it, they, they might cause cancer it means that they do cause cancer right that i didn't say that the world health organization the american cancer society says that and doctor there's a there's a plant-based holistic position i don't remember what his name is right now he said as sure as we know that cigarette smoking causes lung cancer or causes cancer is as sure as they know, as we know, that 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 uh, processed meat and processed poultry Does causes cancer. Yes. Why are we eating bacon and egg? Why? Because America says that's a standard of, 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 of for breakfast. That's wow. exactly why. What do you mean? <laughs> That's exactly wow. why. Wow. You, you, you we're feeding uh, our children. Mm-hmm. But ahead. yeah, you just we we just we just heard the story. You know, um here it is. The industry, the food industry, it was it was packages. So it was a business move mm-hmm. for bacon and eggs to be a breakfast staple, to be the breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's how bacon ended up being there. It was a mm-hmm. it was a business move. It, there's nothing healthy about it. I don't even know how they went about convincing these doctors. It must have been by way of kickbacks. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I think a lot of doctors don't think. A lot, a lot of people, <laughs> period, don't think. That's true. I, I posted, um, I posted uh, something in my Facebook group. I, I, po- I I'm sorry. The doctor I, and you. I, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, the 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 group, okay. the doctor and you. The doctor and you group yes. today about about um, I was trying to find a post about uh, the link between between uh, brain cancer and uh, and uh, w- women who eat processed meat while they're pregnant and the link between that and brain cancer. And one person responded, okay, let me read it real quick. It says, hot dog consumption during... This, this article was written by uh, a, a, a physician mm-hmm. um, who runs a group called nutrition.org. And it says, um, hot dog consumption during pregnancy may increase childhood brain tumor risk by 33%. And sausage consumption may increase it by 44%. Bacon consumption may increase childhood brain tumor odds by 60 to 70%. Okay. I did not write that. Dr. McGregor, a research scientist physician who is well-respected in the plant-based world and runs a, um, a, 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 an organization called nutrition.org. He does a ton of research. He's the one that put that out, and I shared it, okay? Right. And someone challenged that. Oh, and the challenge really? was that, yeah, that a lot, of, a lot of pregnant women eat these things, so this could not be true. Kidding me? <laughs> a lot, a lot of, a lot of people smoke. Uh, okay, cigarette smoking is one of the number one causes of heart disease and cancers, etc. But people still spend their last dollar buying cigarettes. So that. does that negate the fact that cigarette smoking leads to cancer? Right. I, I don't know. Is it that don't doctors know. don't think or people on a whole don't think? I think people on a whole don't think and doctors don't think. Because if, doctor, if doctors would think, they would question all these drugs that, that we are being encouraged to take. Like right. today I was, listening, I was listening to Dr. McGregor again and he was saying that I don't want to quote him incorrectly, but I think he said that eight out of ten cancer drugs do not help any patient to live longer or to have any better quality of life. Now, isn't okay. isn't that an interesting statement to make? Yeah. Yeah. But 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 the, but those but doctors are prescribing these same cancer drugs, which he went on to say that many of these cancer drugs cost a thousand dollars per day. Yes. And I know I yes. know that to be true because there's a there's a young man that does some work for us that has Crohn's disease. He doesn't have cancer, but they have him on chemotherapy drugs to quiet the the, the um the Crohn's disease. Yes. And he told me that his drug is thirty thousand dollars every quarter. What? 
Yes. $30,000 every quarter. And the only reason why he's able to take a drug is because he qualifies for Medicare. Oh, no. Yeah. He qualifies for Medicare. So Medicare pays that $30,000 for him to get his drugs every three months. And okay? people think that, that, that pharmaceuticals is not big business? It is big, big business. Okay, but we, the thing is that, uh, okay, so I heard Dr. McGregor say that these, a lot of these chemo drugs are $1,000 a day. And, I, and, and he's saying that uh, some people, when they get diagnosed with cancer, they take, they will do whatever it takes to be able to buy this drug because most of the insurance companies will not pay for this. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you have health insurance, but they're not paying for it. Right. And I say people are willing to spend $1,000 a day or a week or a month, whatever, but they tell me that they can't afford to buy organic vegetables or fruits or they that can't part. afford to buy or they cannot afford to buy vegetables yes. and fruits, period. Yes. But they and can't they, spend $1,000 on, on, on some drugs. On drugs? On, on Michael Kors? On Louis Vuitton? Yeah. On, on, the, on, on, on their vacations, on the cruises, on whatever it is that is important to these people. But you tell me that you cannot afford to buy fruits and vegetables and nuts and grains and healthy foods. I don't buy. Okay? Mm-hmm. Whatever we really want to do, we will do. Exactly and for that. sure, these sugary cereals that you're talking about are not cheap. Bacon is not cheap. True. And even even the cheapest egg is not cheap. Yeah. Yep. So, I rest my case. <laughs> people here on, some people tuning in on Facebook Live um, saying, I love this lady. Um, yeah, Jan, I love her too. That's that's one of the reasons why she is a regular here. Um, Joy is saying people haven't thought for themselves for years. The pandemic has changed has changed that for a lot of people, where they're they're now start. Well, I guess they're learning to think for themselves. Uh, Joy also said. The more bacon and sausage was promoted, the more the stocks went up. Again, it's all about the green, the money. Not not the green vegetables, but the money. And which is which is another reason why we have to question everything. Everything, because there's so much confusion out there. Again, okay. Yes. You have to question. Yes. To question. Another reason. And 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 even when you're talking about questioning everything, I know you're also talking about questioning your doctors. You better question your doctors. Doctors so, are not, please, as my, my, my dad said, talk. doctors are not God. You better question, you better question your doctor. Let me tell you something, um, listeners. I worked in the hospital for over 20 years and doctors never knew your name. Mm-hmm. You are Bed five, your room five, bed A, room or B. five, bed B. 
-hmm. You are not Mrs. Mary Jones. You're not Mr. Robert King. They don't know your name. Right. You understand me? So you better question, doctor. You better question nurses. You better question the therapist. You better question it's your body. Yes. I remember, I'll tell you a quick story. There's a, when I, when I first went to work in critical care, I had an open heart patient, an elderly lady, that an elderly lady, she was, I think she, she might have been quite close to 90 years old, that they did an open heart surgery on. Mm. And the surgical wound wouldn't heal. And they, it, 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 her chest burst open, and you could literally see her heart in their beating. So the physician ordered dressing changes for us. We had to change, take that, that dressing off the crack open chest, clean it, and put it back on, and so on. It would not heal. And I remember the patients there. It was a Hispanic family, and they said to the doctor, But doctor, you told us that mom was going to be okay. You told us mom was going to be okay. And I heard the doctor say, but I tried. Mm. I tried. I tried. I tried. And that, Kevin, was many, many years ago. And I never forget. A lady was almost 90. What right do you have for convincing yep. a family member to agree to open heart surgery on their grandmother, their mother, who's almost 90 years old. And then yeah. they're going to they're gonna tell them that you tried. Yeah. You tried. And that's what doctors do when they mess you up. And I'm not saying that every doctor is the same. But when they mess you up like this one did, mm -hmm. they'll just say they tried. But you're dead. Or something else is going on in right. your body that is irreversible. Your body is your health is your responsibility. Not the doctor you, you go to. Take, not the doctor you go to. Yes. You better take responsibility. And you have a right to say, no, I do not want that treatment. And no, you're going to explain to me the pros and cons about that treatment before I agree to And the alternatives. And the alternatives. And if you have to get three, four, five opinions, that's what you do. Yes. Yes. That's what you do. I'm going to say one last thing and then I'm going to hang up. Yeah. I, had a I had a friend who was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. She was a nurse. Ovarian. That was ovarian cancer, and it metastasized. And she, I got to know her because I wanted to help her and stuff like that. And uh, she was telling me one time, she said she has to get what's called a PET scan done every six months to see where the tumor is, etc. And she said to me, and I didn't know this before, she said, Martha, did you know that cancer loves sugar? Because mm -hmm. at that time, I wasn't into research and that I was a nurse and I did what they taught me in school and that was it. Yes. I wasn't into the research. I didn't question things. I wasn't where I am now. She said, yes, cancer loves sugar. She said, when, they, when I go for the PET scan at Broward General Hospital, they inject sugar into the body. And she said, you should look on the scanner 
and see the cancer cells rushing towards the sugar. Mm. I, ne I never knew that. Yes, cancer loves sugar. Okay, so if you want to live a cancer prevention lifestyle, they love to talk about mammogram and things like that. How about a cancer prevention lifestyle by eliminating or minimizing sugar? Yes. By minimizing, minimizing meats, get rid of processed meat, minimizing dairy, okay, and eat whole foods like vegetables and fruits and nuts and grains and roots. Yep. And if you have to eat egg, buy organic egg. If you have to eat chicken, buy the best quality and minimize the amount that you eat. Mm -hmm. And fasting is actually a powerful healing tool that one can use to reverse, treat, or even prevent chronic illnesses such as heart disease, diabetes, inflammatory issues, and even it's linked to helping with dementia and things like that. Do your own research and you will find that out for yourself. I've, I've been talking about this for years, years. You're not the, the first medical professional to be a part of Healthy Love. In fact, Healthy Love was started by my chiropractor, mm -hmm. Dr. Jenny Stone. Mm -hmm. And people can check the archives and this broadcast has been running for 11 years now. Mm -hmm. So over the course of 11 years, this is one of the things that has been injected in various topics mm -hmm. as a, and also as a topic itself. Sugar mm -hmm. and cancer. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. people are still missing it and, 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 and not believing and thinking, you know what, it's, 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 it's all about hype and it's all about conspiracy theories and it's but the information is there the information is the, Kevin the information is there because for example the most people don't know that that um, processed meat is classified as class 1 carcinogenic yes. okay most people don't know but it's there the information is there most people don't know that the American Heart recommends a minimum of 150 minutes of cardiovascular exercise per week. Most people don't know that, but it's there. Yes. So why don't we turn off the TV, turn off the phone, get off Facebook, and start doing some research because it's not far away. There's lots of information on YouTube. There's lots of information on internet. It's, it's There's information right, on your show. It's right at our fingertips all the time, readily at available. At our fingertips. But we can't be so busy doing everything else that we're not finding out for ourselves what's best for ourselves. And people, people are even diagnosed with illnesses and they don't do any research to find out how can I help myself? How can I heal myself? How can I, how can I get myself off these drugs? How can I... Learn how to feel better and reverse these health conditions. 
information is there, but you've yes. got to go dig and seek. The Bible says if you seek, you will find. You will find. If you if you <laughs> knock, the door will be open unto you. But you've got to seek. It's your body. It's your mind. It's your spirit. It's your health. It's your life. And when you lose your health, my friend, you either will not regain it or it takes a lot of effort and a lot of money trying to regain the health that you have lost. So why not do the best that you can to mm. get healthy and stay healthy? Right. And it just it just takes it's a little discipline. It's not as hard as as we think. And you know, I I don't want people to think that I'm bashing doctors or the medical profession at all because you're here and you represent the medical field. <laughs> and Dr. Jenny's, Dr. J. Love, as we, we call her, she was a representative of the medical field. But it's not very often that people say things that go against the grain of the information that is put out. Jenny's, who is, 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 is listening with us on Facebook Live right now, she told her story of her battle with high blood pressure. And the medication that she was given by the doctors and how she had to take herself off it and tell the doctor, hey, listen, I'm not taking this because this is making me sick. And because what was happening is that they were giving her other drugs to deal with the side effects of these drugs that caused more problems. And okay, the blood pressure went down, but the side effects was that bad. So they gave her something to take care of the side effect. And the side effect, that thing that took care of the side effect sent her blood pressure up. Yep. So here you now have an endless cycle caused by medication. Still oh, not addressing the cause. Yeah. Just that treating the symptoms. Story. That was my story. That and was my story. I was about to say, you told a very similar story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my story. I was on multiple drugs. I had a pill box. Mm-hmm. I was young. I was 38 years old. I had heart disease, depression, everything. Because everything is interrelated. It's linked. Once yes. you start a Everything. Once you start having the heart disease, you become depressed, you can't sleep, you start having joint pain, all those things. And and I was getting one drug after the other after the other, and they, they would give me drugs to counteract the, the side effects. Until right. I just got sick and tired of it. I said, no more. And I started doing my research, and that's when I found people who would say, listen, I was sick, and I started, um, I became vegan. I became plant-based. I started doing this. I started doing that. And I was able to reverse his health issues. And I'm no longer. And that's what I want. I right. did not want to be on a drug. You know, so. And, you know, a lot of the illnesses that we have is because of poor lifestyle. So if True we that. could change our lifestyle. It'll change our lives. Illness, a lot of the illnesses that we have, we will definitely yes. get rid of them. Yes. You know, because it's lifestyle related. I mean, so many illnesses are related to overweight. So many of them. Okay, so if we can change the way we eat, do some exercise, cut out the night eating, do some intermittent fasting and stuff like that, we'll drop a lot of the weight and a lot of the health issues that we're plagued with. We'll get rid of them. Yes, yes. Joy, I'm going to need for you to call in Joy and tell that story. Um, Joy was commenting here on on, on Facebook Live about a a battle, a fight that she had with her, her doctor. So... Um, Joy, I'm, I'm going to need for you to, to, to call us. 
Um, and you're going to have the time to call because I'm not going to keep Marva. And Marva said that was the last thing that she oh. was saying before she leaves. Uh, all right, Kevin. And she That's is big. Me. I know, Marva, I know you are big on getting your sleep. People don't understand. You don't eat, sleep, meditate for a reason. You know, <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 it is life. It is life. Yeah, sleep is vital because our body heals while we're sleeping. Okay, so it a lot of times when you wake up the next day you have a headache, you're cranky, you don't have no energy because you haven't had enough sleep. Because the research says if you get less than seven hours sleep, you are at risk for getting heart disease. It even affects your blood sugar, among other things. So it's important to get your sleep. Once you get off Kevin's show, put in your seven hours sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take care. Yep. God bless you. Take care, my friend. God bless, Marva. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. Nurse Marva Riley, RN. Um, listen, this, this, it's, it, it's real. And, and, and what people go through, these are real life stories. I'm not, I'm not making it up. Yes, I go and I search for information and I put it out there. But that's not all the information that is there. And again, my job is to stimulate your appetite, not satisfy your hunger. So when I give you something, if you leave here wanting more, good, I have done my job. Go out there and find it because I did. Not to say that you shouldn't listen to me to get some information. Yeah. And listen to me and call some friends and have them listen too. Because that's how we grow. But the information is there. And I I, I go out and look for it. And you can too. Uh, Joy was saying, let me see if I can read this real quick because I, I don't see my phone ringing with Joy calling for some reason. Uh, hint, hint, Joy. <laughs> um, so she says, I just got into a very loud fight with my doctor and his nurse the, the other day. They said I had COVID. I said, no, I have a strep throat. And that I needed an antibiotic for for that. I finally said, give me a culture. If it doesn't prove I have strep throat, I'll disinfect the whole office for free. I left for 30 minutes later when my anti- with, with my antibiotics and a positive strep throat test. How about that? <laughs> you see, <laughs> again, Marva has a Facebook group called The Doctor in You. And it's appropriately titled because the doctors can only function based on what we, the information we give them. And we know what is happening with us when they prescribe something. It's hit or miss with them. We don't have the option to go hit and miss. <laughs> we want to be hitting a hundred all the time because we only have one life and we'd rather enjoy it than to be suffering through it. So, um, Jenny says, I was told by my deal when I lived in Nevada that it's the way the meat is raised. She told me that the red meat is good for you. You have to eat the lean part. 
and it has to be organic. Red meat is actually anti-inflammatory. You know, it just takes a little bit more information. Red meat is rich in protein. And we can't go around the benefits of protein. No way, no how. It is important for cell growth, cell development, cell health. So we're talking about our, our health on a cellular level. And again, I'm just a DJ, not a DR. You don't have to take my word for it. Talk to those DRs. Let them tell you that that is not true. And then, if they do tell you that that is not true, tell them to show to prove it. Tell them to show that to you in all the history of medical journals. That's something that we're taught in Biology 101. Come on. And so, it's important that we understand where certain things are coming from. Breakfast being one of them. And, 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 and breakfast in the sense of your first meal after a fast, that cannot change. Breakfast as we know it, where you're going to have bacon, eggs, pancake, and orange juice, where did that come from? Milk and cereal, where did that come from? Because, surprise, surprise, Breakfast used to be what is left over from the meal the night before. And I can tell you this, on a number of occasions, that is what my breakfast is. It's, it's, it was, hasn't been unusual for me. And as a matter of fact, I do some of my most creative thinking, just like Marva said, before I have my breakfast. And my breakfast is, is typically the same all the time. I have a boiled egg, I have oat milk, and depending on the type of bread, I would have two slices or three, depending on the type of bread. I, I like the, the seed-based breads. They're a little bit more expensive. However, anything that I can do to make sure that I stay healthy longer then I won't have to use that money for medical bills. You see how that works? Because for some reason, when we go to the doctor, we feel that we, we, we find that money some way, somehow, somewhere. But to prevent us from going to the doctor to get that diagnosis, we can't find it. How do we do that? So we're talking breakfast and cereal killers. Right here on, on the night shift of DJ Kevin's Two Healthy Love Night. We're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more. We're going to part company with those on Facebook Live, those on Clubhouse. Come on over to kevinstew.com, though. The link is pinned in the comment section. It is written in the description. The, just click on join here. Click here for to join the chat. And you can comment on kevinstew.com in the chat room. It is a different, a slightly different chat room, but that's what we're going to work with for now until we can find something else. You know what I mean? But this is what we're working with right now. So just click on it and you'll be fine after that point and interact. So 
we're gonna part company with you guys on 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 facebook live you guys on clubhouse thank you thank you thank you thank you to the affiliates thank you to the sponsors we'll be right back after a few messages just oh 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 as a part of my messages just remember this i do and i can't stress it enough have a mary Kay business yes i'm an independent mary Kay consultant i got into mary Kay for the skincare and everybody has skin men and women alike so don't think that it's just for women men there's beard care along with the face care and fragrances that are available there are women fragrances available too what is the mary Kay website it's mary Kay.com forward slash kevin stew that is my store just so go there see if you come if you come across something that you like just put it in the shopping cart order it and if you don't hear from me send me a message 773-789-2 send me a message say hey listen i ordered something i i haven't gotten a confirmation on that or anything yet you know ladies gentlemen there's a skin balancing cream real simple to use very lightweight it's called the cc cream and it's like magic you can find that on marykay.com forward slash kevin stew just go there Get yourself something, get your friend something, get your father, your brother, your uncle, your whomever. Get somebody something. And a significant portion of the proceeds from those purchases come back to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stewart to help fund the business. It's business funding business. That's what it's all about. They're all under Kevin Stew. So if you can't find the marykay.com forward slash Kevin Stew link, go to kevinstew.com. There's a link right there there all right we'll be right back with some more after these messages pulsing media group innovative streaming and recording has done it again a new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through adshare tv it's available in your neighborhood today it's easy just call us 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one, get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30-second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulsing Media Group. I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trash. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. 
The only thing I didn't learn in school today. The only thing I didn't learn today. The only thing I didn't learn is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Matthew 28:19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. It's Christine representing for DJ Kevin. You see me, I say, I don't know the boss. You see me, I say, DJ Kevin's two on the night shift radio show. Yo, it at the thing, turn up the thing loud. Whoa. DJ Kevin's true at the heart of a champion. Never underestimate, just choose him. The silver line behind the dark clouds. DJ Kevin's true, believe him, and that's no doubt. Sell out the night shift radio show, Christine. It's a hot to talk. The sound of my to dread bringing us back from the break, working out to President Brown. Track called No to Monsanto. Monsanto. Tell you what, I'm gonna interrupt this song right here. No, no. And in musical therapy, I'll come back and play this song again for you, alright? Because I have a little bit more information that I want to share with you guys. So, back to the story of breakfast, where it all came from and thing. We looked at bacon and eggs, right? Cereals, though. How about that? When did that come about? Those didn't exist until the 19th century. And like bacon, we started eating them on doctor's orders. Yes, the doctors were involved yet again. Breakfast cereals was invented to promote general health and well-being, but also with a very specific medical agenda in mind. None other than Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, the man who gives his name to one of the world's most famous breakfast cereal brands. Y'all see the connection? Invented first granola and then cornflakes as part of a Puritan diet designed to suppress sexual desire and lead America away from Sin. Yes, breakfast cereal was supposed to save us from masturbation and other sexual acts. 
One of Kellogg's patients at the sanitarium was salesman Charles M. Post, who so enjoyed his Kellogg's cereal that he was inspired to launch his own cereal empire, starting with grape nuts. In the end, it was not spiritual benefits that led to cereal's popularity as a breakfast food or even the health benefits. The real advantage of breakfast cereal is its convenience. A lot of early breakfast cereals had to be cooked, but the more successful ones were those that could be enjoyed with zero prep time. Manufacturers have since tried to boost their products in a crowded marketplace by making them sweeter and more fanciful. And today, many cereals are so high in sugar and carbohydrates that they may end up sending you back to the doctor. Did we not just talk about this? This was exactly what Marva was talking about just now. So, here then came oatmeal, the much o- which is much older than breakfast. And its invention may have changed the course of human history. When humanity switched from the hunter-gatherer mode uh, model of society to a more grain and livestock farming model, early settlers were able to create cereal-based mush that could be fed to children. Researcher Alastair Moffat claims that his freed up women fr- that this freed up women from breastfeeding children whose milk teeth could not manage tough food, which led to a popular a population explosion that allowed for the rapid spread of humanity. Hot grain cereals are still eaten today and eaten all day and every day in cultures around the world, from Asian rice porridge called Congri to wheat porridge served in the Middle East and and India, and maize porridges like grits in North America. And, you know, when we look to the Caribbean, you have cornmeal porridge. Yeah? Now, while other healthy breakfast fads come and go, experts still swear by the benefits of oatmeal or porridge as a hearty way to start the day and thanks to high nutritional value and fiber of whole grains this remains true now coffee is also something that we need to take into consideration because it didn't become a popular drink in europe until the 19th century so people were making a start of their day for centuries without a daily dose of java it's new in fact, before coffee became a staple breakfast drink for millions, many people started their day with alcohol. Yup, the same way they ended the day. That's how they started it. For ancient Egyptians, the morning meal consisted of bread and beer, while ancient Greeks preferred wine. And the Romans, they did the same. They had wine. Even in pre-industrial Europe, when population, when sorry, pollution made it a bad idea to drink the water. Beer soup was a popular breakfast option. Beer soup? Who knew? The reason coffee became so popular at breakfast is the same reason it's so popular today. Caffeine. Just as eating breakfast at 
at all was a byproduct of the Industrial Revolution, so the arrival of increasing popularity of coffee in the 18th and 19th century went hand in hand with industrialization, providing a stimulating kick to productivity that hardworking drones still depend on today. Let's be honest. We would all get less done if we still started every day with beer or wine. True. But would we be healthier? Something to consider, isn't it? Now, tea, that has been never, has never been restricted to any given time of day. Have you ever noticed that? People have tea any old time. And, and well, I guess coffee has pretty much made its way there too. But tea, robust, highly caffeinated tea blends designed specifically for drinking at breakfast are a 19th century idea. English apothecary Richard um, Davies is the first person known to have sold an English breakfast tea in New York in 1843, while Scottish merchant Robert Drisdale created his own breakfast blend in the late 19th century that thought to have been popularized as English breakfast due to the patronage of Queen Victoria. Look at that. Breakfast teas may have originally been made with Chinese black tea, but the growth of the Indian tea industry meant the breakfast blends were increasingly associated with strong Assam or Ceylon teas, which could stand up to the English habit of adding milk and sugar to tea. Even stronger Irish and Scottish breakfast blends followed English breakfast, though there's no established formula for any of these blends. So... What about pancake? Now, humans as a species have been eating pancakes since prehistoric times. Did you know that? According to analysis of Stone Age tools, as a delicious way of getting energy-rich starchy grains into our diet. In fact, Otzi, the Iceman, the world's oldest naturally preserved human mummy, is thought to have eaten a whole pancake as one of his last meals. Pancakes have been a staple part of our diets in just about every culture since then. So why do we now mainly eat pancakes at breakfast time? I've often wondered that. Now, of course, I have gone against the grain for everything because I have not limited any one thing to breakfast or any other time of the day. The answer may have something to do with how pancakes have changed over time, though. In Europe, they tend to be thin but American pancakes got fat in the 18th century with the addition of pearl ash as a leavening agent. These thicker pancakes were easy to make first thing in the morning, but at dinner, people preferred bread with their meal. And cooks had all day to, break, to bake fresh loaves. So for that reason, historians theorize pancakes were co consigned to the morning meal. And now, it is hard to imagine just about any breakfast, diner, or brunch restaurant that doesn't serve up thick stacks of pancakes. It's how it goes. Now, there's an, an ongoing debate 
when it comes to pancakes or waffles you know which one is the superior batter based breakfast and it's a conversation that is literally has literally divided america why because i guess they have to find something to argue about here in the united states but if you're wondering which one is a true breakfast food well neither Waffles only gradually found their place as a staple of the breakfast table. Um, just like pancakes. In Belgium and the rest of Europe, they were a form of street food, eaten by hand and especially popular during religious festivals. Waffles only came into the home of, with, with Cornelius uh, Swartzwout, invention of the stovetop waffle iron in 1869 followed by the electric waffle iron in 1911 but the real breakthrough for waffles and as it relates to their popularity as a breakfast food have been in the invention of frozen waffles by the dorsey brothers who had made their fortune as mayonnaise manufacturers under the brand name i guess you guessed it ego and found still greater success when they built a machine that could produce 1,000 frozen waffles in one hour. It's all about money. Now, orange juice also found its place in the breakfast aisle. Much like bacon and, and breakfast cereal, the popularity of orange juice as a morning drink has a lot to do with how it was marketed to the world for its health benefits. Marketing, it changes the world with everything. And rather than any innate association between juice and mornings, it was about marketing. Oranges are so perishable that for most of history, orange juice was really an option and was not really an option unless you lived near an orange grove. And that changed with the advent of orange pasteurization in the early 20th century which allowed canned juice to reach consumers everywhere. Now, a boom time for orange juice followed as the worldwide influenza outbreak that claimed thousands of lives in 1918 to 1919 ensured that people suddenly very passionate about vitamins and bumper crops of Florida oranges created a readily, ready supply of canned orange juice for American breakfast tables. We've associated orange juice with good health and bright mornings ever since then. But the truth is, a lot of commercial orange juice is stripped of its freshness, character, and nutritional benefits by industrial processing. And much of the flavor is artificially added back in using flavored packs. The result is a drink that is basically sugar in a glass. Do I need to say that again? The result of the processing of orange juice is a drink, not a juice, a drink that is basically Sugar in a glass with orange flavor added. Let that sink in for a moment. Because I, I, I don't know if 
anyone had known much of this information and if they had known it if they remember it now there are some cereals that we should stay away from and we're not talking stay away from them next week stay away from them in a couple of years it is recommended that you stay away from them right now and this is according to eatthis.com so you want to run through we're gonna do a run through cereals which ones and there's some information here but hey we're gonna run through first on the list is raisin bran tool scoops and just so that you know this is information from two months ago from may 2022 this information was put out Despite its healthful reputation, Raisin Bran contains 17 grams of sugar, 47 grams of carbs. Nonetheless, this has been given the best of the worst ranking because of its low fat, saturating fiber, and contents. Unlike most cereals, you'll find it on this list. Raisin Bran's first three ingredients are whole grain wheat, raisins, which are a healthy snack for weight loss, and wheat bran. But what comes next in the line? Sugar. Although not nutrient void, like many of its competitors, 38% of the calories in this cereal comes from sugar. That's high. Next is Frankenberry. Now, 28% of Frankenberry's calories derived from sugar compared with the 60% contributed by the worst contender on this list. And unshockingly, this spooky cereal main, mainly consists of whole grain corn sugar and marshmallows. And artificial dyes and flavors create the cereal's pink color and strawberry flavor. Nonetheless, it contains 10 vitamins and minerals and no saturated fat or hydrogenated oils. Fairly decent, but still bad. Next is Kellogg's Corn Pops. They have 0 grams of fat, 0 grams of wholesome fiber, and about 15 grams of sugar. However, it also contains hydrogenated oils, which have been linked to high cholesterol, heart attack, and strokes. Anato is a natural colorant often used in processed cheese products to impart a rich golden hue. Sounds innocent enough. But a study published in Archives of Toxicology Supplement found that the dye caused allergic responses as frequently as artificial dyes did. So once you pop, stop. Next, the ever-popular tricks. Now, if you grew up in the 80s or 90s, you probably once loved the silly rabbit. But the trick is on you. General Mills made millions of one catchy line that marketed these sugary balls of cornmeal to children. And although they've certainly come a long way, they no longer contain high fructose corn syrup or artificial dyes and flavors. They still serve up a huge bowl of sugar for breakfast and not much else. 
Now, we all know what sugar does to the body. And if you didn't, we all just learned that cancer loves sugar. Now, if we didn't, well, some of us knew that before. But some people are just learning that now. Next on this list, <laughs> and a lot of people are going to be so upset with me, but I'm going down the list nonetheless. So we'll, we'll, we'll catch a late musical therapy. Next on the list, and apparently it is no surprise that a cereal named after candy is packed with sugar and empty calories. And although this may be a slight improvement over the actual peanut butter cup, it still contains artificial flavors and colors. Which one is this? Reese's Puffs. Recently, researchers discovered yellow number five and yellow number six may promote attention deficit disorder, ADD, in children. You wonder what is causing all these problems with our children? It's what we're feeding them. In fact, countries in Europe have either banned or required foods containing these additives to be labeled with the phrase may have an adverse effect on activity and attention in children. Will we see that in the United States? No, because it is a problem with marketing. You don't, you don't have to take my word for it. The debate is ongoing and has been for years. Labeling. Check it out. The debate on labeling. Next on the list is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Now, I can tell you, I used to be a lover of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And as I moved away from sugar, Cinnamon Toast Crunch started tasting odd to me. And this was years ago. With just 28% of the calories from sugar, these tiny squares contribute more than just an insulin kick. In fact, they, they're made from whole grain wheat and rice flour and dish up 13 vitamins and minerals. However, one cup contains 170 calories, 4 grams of fat, and the preservative BHT. So limit yourself to one serving. According to Lisa Markovitz, RDCDN of the New York Nutrition Group BHT, it is still highly controversial and limited research exists on whether it is harmful to the body or carcinogenic. But it is still recommended to avoid consuming large quantities. So, it's up to you. <laughs> what do you want to do? What do you want to put in your body? How do you want your body to respond to having a healthy life? Next up is Hershey's Cookies and Cream. The only positive note about Hershey's Cookies and Cream cereal is that it is named after a candy bar and ice cream. That's the only positive thing about it. And that it is made with 100% whole grains. 33% of its calories come from sugar. And the remaining two-thirds are carbohydrates. There's just one gram of both fiber and protein. Two crucial ingredients that encourage sat 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 
<laughs> are makes you feel full. Now, opting for Hershey's for breakfast will have you your hunger hormones running wild. So you won't feel like you're full. You'll always be hungry and craving more. Speaking of craving more, that is the next one on the list. Crave s'mores. These chocolate and marshmallow filled nuggets dish up three grams of filling fiber. Beyond that, the s'mores inspired cereal is sugary, processed, and void of nutrients. One cup contains one gram of saturated fat, 10 grams of sugar, BHT, and soy lectin, an emulsifier that derives from genetically modified soybean products to combine water and oil. We have not been that grossed out since reading our story about soda linked to cancer, according to eatthis.com. Yes, soda is linked to cancer because of the sugar content and the other ingredients that are in it. Pay attention, people. Again, the information is out there. It is not hidden. It's in plain sight. But I guess if you want to hide things from people, you put it in plain sight, right? Next on the list is Count Chocola. I don't know how many of you eat Count Chocula, but Count Chocula is next on the list. Really and truly, you'd be better off drinking a glass of chocolate milk than pouring a bowl of Count Chocula. 36% of this cereal's calorie content derives from sugar, and the other 42% comes from cornmeal and mar marshmallows. So, uh, one, one cup serving. 140 calories, 1.5 grams of fat, um, zero saturated fat, 170 milligrams of sodium, 31 grams of carbs, 2 grams of fiber, 12 grams of sugar, 2 grams of protein. <sighs> Next on the list, golden grams. Golden grams are void of hydrogenated oils, artificial dyes, and flavors, soy lectin, and BHT. Sounds good, right? Well, here's the thing. One cup contains 320 milligrams of sodium, 21% of your daily salt allowance, and 9 grams of sugar. So instead of pop, instead you want to pour up with the, the, the best breakfast food for weight lost. Next, um, next on the list is flavored Cheerios. Now, <laughs> uh, Cheerios flavored line includes chocolate, frosted, fruity, banana nut, peanut butter, and apple cinnamon. Each box is full of sugary, low-calorie cereal that contains almost 3 grams of fiber and protein and 200 milligrams of sodium. If you have a choice, you, go, you want to go for the old school variety, especially if you have kids. 
So that's your Cheerios. Go for the original. Then you have Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles and mid-level ranking is, is, is based heavily on its ingredients. Third on the list is hydrogenated vegetable oil. And it, is, it also contains harmful artificial colored dyes and the preservative BHA. As of starting your day with fiberless, sugary meals weren't bad enough, it is basically a bowl of processed, empty calories. And it gets worse. Start your morning with something else. Not this. So, how much worse could it get? What else is on this list? Another of my long-time favorites. Again, I don't eat these things anymore. I don't. But Frosted Flakes used to be one of the cereals that I had to get. It moved from Frosted Flakes to the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Although it is fat-free, traditional Frosted Flakes are the opposite of great. <laughs> what they lack in fat... They make up for in sugar, 13 grams of it per cup. Then you have the not-so-lucky Lucky Charms. Although they might be magically delicious, Lucky Charms are far from magically nutritious. Their first ingredient is whole grain, but the second, marshmallows or sugar. Followed by modified cornstarch, corn syrup, dextrose, gelatin, artificial food dyes, and artificial flavor. Now, after... Let, let me make sure you get this. First ingredient is whole grain. After that, the next one, two, three, four ingredients, five ingredients is sugar. Or forms of it. That's crazy! <laughs> Thanks to these colorful shapes, you can fulfill the Heart American Heart Association's added sugar limit for the entire day by eating one cup. How lucky are you with those lucky charms? But it doesn't stop there, because next on the list is the chocolate version, which contains more carbs and less protein. So... Not that they were going to improve by adding a chocolate flavor. They made it worse. But we're still sliding down a slippery slope and getting even deeper. Because Kellogg's low-fat granola with raisins is next on the list. We started with the best of the worst. If it weren't for the one gram of saturated fat... 49 grams of carbs and BHD content, Kellogg's low-fat granola with raisins may have ranked better on this list. One cup has 6 grams of filling fiber and 7.5 grams of satiating protein. It is also made with whole oats, whole grain, wheat, raisins, and almonds. Golden Crisp is next on the list. Because this was initially advertised as a versatile cereal that could be eaten anytime from breakfast to dessert and even in place of candy. 
And it is not surprising that 56% of Golden Crisp's calories come from sugar. Even the cereal's mascot is named the sugar beer. Hidden in plain sight, people. But it was moved up a few ranks because of its simple six-ingredient list and zero grams of fat. Next on the list is one that will probably make you crazy. Cocoa Puffs. The second ingredient in Cocoa Puffs is sugar, making up 40% of the, of the calorie content. It's no wonder that Sonny, the cereal's mascot, is cuckoo. He is on a constant sugar high. Sugar's most powerful effects are on our bodies. They are, are not on our bodies, it's on our brains. When researchers study the effects of the sweet stuff on our brains, are, well, they studied it on the brains of rats, they noticed that after regularly consuming high, a high-sugar diet, their levels of oxytocin, the hormone responsible for feeling full, that began to decline. So the more processed sugars we take in, the more chronically unsatisfied we feel. So what happens? We then need to eat more. I saw a piece of a news clip today that featured a child who never feels satisfied because there's a disconnect between her brain and her stomach. I wonder what could have caused that. Hmm. Number seven on this list. So we have a few more to go before we get into musical therapy. Coca Krispies. And again, it's a Kellogg's brand. And if you visit Coco Krispies' website, you'll find six images of whole food toppings that Kellogg's encourages its customers to add to their kids' cereal, four of which are sugar. And as if the fact that the cereal contains 16 grams of added sugars per cup, if that wasn't bad enough, they're telling you to add more sugar. Plus, these crispies contain partially hydrogenated vegetable oil and BHT. With breakfast cereals like this one, it is no wonder one in three children in the United States is overweight or obese. Instead, top your cereal with bananas and don't miss... Well, <laughs> just top your cereal with bananas. Let me just leave it there. Because cereals, bananas, you know, awesome. It's one of those awesome fruits out there. Cinnabon cereal is next on this list. And it is calorically superior to actual Cinnabons, which can pack up to 19 grams of fat and 26 grams of sugar. But that is just faint praise. Although these packs of cereal contains just 50 calories, 1.5 grams of fat and 4 grams of sugar, hydrogenated oils, food dyes, and BHT make this meal that should be consumed sparingly. 
if ever consumed at all. Next up, Captain Crunch's Crunchberries. In 2014, Cornell University credited cereal mascots like Captain Crunch who make eye contact with purchasers with 28% more brand loyalty. But guess what? This cereal is actually very, very bad. <laughs> another one on the list is another one that I had as my cereal of choice. French Toast Crunch. If you used organic bread, cage-free eggs, and cinnamon, French Toast Crunch or French Toast would be a wholesome meal. Unless you drizzled it in processed syrup. <laughs> Similarly, French Toast Crunch contains both processed corn syrup and refined syrup, plus color and flavor additives. See what the problems are? <sighs> coming up to the end. We're coming up to the end. Because Toucan Sam, y'all know him. He made his debut back in the 60s, the 1960s, telling his audience to follow their nose to the cereal's natural fruit flavors. Now, ironically, despite the plethora of color, all fruit loops have the same flavor and quote-unquote natural flavor. This is the only supposedly natural ingredient there's nothing natural about fruit loops nothing then we have apple jacks and one glance at apple jacks ingredients list should tell you to put it back where you found it if not throw it away the very first ingredient is sugar and the tiny red and green jacks these contain hydrogenated oil, BHT, and color and flavor additives. So after we've gone through all of that, what would be the number one worst cereal? Do any of you know? It is Honey Smacks by Kellogg's. Easily the worst way to start your day. Honey Smacks is 60% flat out sugar. Although it has the lowest amount of sodium on this list, it contains the worst kind of fat you can consume. Hydrogenated oils plus appetite increasing soy lectin and BHT. With less than 2 grams of fiber, these sweet wheat puffs are the equivalent of kissing a frog. A poisonous frog. You definitely want to avoid these. This is according to eatthis.com. The worst cereals to consume. So you have to ask the question. What are you putting on your breakfast table? What is it that you're giving your children as the very first meal of their day? 
Is it something nutritious? Or is it a serial killer? Now here comes another musical transmission. Roots operation intelligent rebellion. As we close out the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew for tonight, this version of uh, or this period of healthy love. This is Marty Dread working out with President Brown, as I had said I would have done. Thank you to Matt Neal Trucking for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast. The track is called No to Monsanto. His name is Jador. The track is called Fake People. He was a schoolmate of Korik. We just heard a track from Korik just now. Yeah, they were both at Edna Manley College. That was where I met them both. What a group of young men they were. What a group of characters we all were. Yeah, I didn't go to school, I worked across the street. But we had fun. Wanna thank you all for tuning in. This is where I part company with you. But I do want to remember, remind you. Your com- to, t- to look out for members of your community and to remember your community is not just the development that you live in but it spreads far and wide so those that you pass on the bus on the plane the boat or the train whether you walk ride or drive these are members of your community do something good for one of them today because anyone who's going to do something good for you tomorrow my name is Kevin Studio so I like to do it to you for you and with you every Monday Tuesday and Wednesday right here kevinstew.com 10pm Eastern along with the affiliates Becomes to my affiliates, much love, thank you very much. Thank you to my sponsors. Truly appreciate love each and every one of you. Becomes to the best part of this broadcast, you guys, the listeners. Glad to have you, couldn't do it without you, and you have my word, I wouldn't even try. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you, wherever you are in the world, from right here in South Florida. I bid you all a very good night. Be good. But if you can't be good, be good at it. Until we meet again, y'all take care of yourselves. We close out the night shift week tomorrow. The real talk. Be here. 10 p.m. KevinStew.com. Take care. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The night shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.